We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Active sports talk show anywhere. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel. And we are the fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Know you guys have a ton of choices out there. Truly do appreciate you making us part of your day. We've got Cole Bryson on a playoff bracket in high school football that is now set at 520. We've got Chris Phillips on the Gamecocks disaster at 440 p.m. And we have Jim Zoki on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's what's this? A Carolina Panthers win? Is that even legal? A Carolina Panthers win. Yeah. Man, I'm going to tell you flat out, when they made him kick from three different distances, I thought, man, no this way. disaster no is going to happen. And that used to be my kicker, Diesel. Pinheiro is a Florida <laughs> Gator, so I know how his mind works. Oh, like He's dude. the traditional kicker that like makes the spectacular kick but misses the gimme. Diesel, you know what? If you have uh, that song Celebrate in the system, that'd be a great thing to open up with uh, with Jim Zoki today. In any case, great to have you guys with us. 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. That's 844-326-3663. And the madworldattractions.com text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with... The word fan, and away you go on the show. Oh, my friends. Oh, my friends. What? Where do we want to start? There are so I know where we're going to start, but at the same time, there are so many jumping off points here uh, that it's, it's hard to pick just one. You know? It's hard to pick just one. What was that product back in the day that said nobody can eat just one? I don't remember what that was. Wasn't it Lay's? Oh, might be. Was it Lay's potato chips? Might be. Might be. It's, it's not a bad not a bad. Find. Wasn't Pringles. Oh, I think it was Pringles. I think it was Pringles. That might have been it. Anyway, special recognition. Lay's to, potato chips. There you go. 1983 yeah. is when that campaign started. Boy, that's dating me. That's really dating <sighs> me, Diesel. And by the way, uh, if you're lonely, I, I think you'll find that dating yourself is, you'll, you, you might be pretty good company. You know, so don't don't worry. Don't be worried hey, about dating yourself. Go get on Twitter, man. Somebody's going to tell you to go date yourself almost every day. That's right. That's right. There you go. Uh, 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. That's 844-326-3663 is the number. So, my friends, oh, boy, gosh. Uh, you know, this is one of those days where I wish NFL was more popular here than college football and I don't have many of those days. This that might actually be the first of those days, okay? Um, but Clemson, a double-digit favorite. Double digits. Double-digit favorite. They look like the inferior of the two teams the entire freaking game. Now, I do want to make you guys aware of something. This is the point of the program when all of the South Carolina fans who think I – kiss Davo's backside and only say mean, nasty things about the Gamecocks. This is the point of the program uh, where you 
get to tell the rest of the Gamecocks nation, no, Mark does the exact same thing. He calls a spade a spade, no matter what side it is. Folks, the reality is on this on this team, they are completely and totally mediocre in every way, shape, and form. You know, um, Clemson is one of the teams in college football this year that gets less out of that gets the least out of the most. Their talent is top five in America. That's not just me saying that. It is by way of the 24-7 sports total talent composite. And with top five talent in America, you're getting four and four. I believe this team has quit. All right? And I will allow you to, to throw my name in a crow mud pie on Monday of next week if I'm wrong. Okay? I believe this team has quit. Easiest money of the year, Diesel. This Notre Dame line for Clemson. You're not going to believe this, Diesel. You know what the line opened at, Notre Dame at Clemson? Notre Dame minus one. What? Uh, now it's Notre Dame minus two at Clemson. At like Notre Dame minus 30. How about it? Notre Dame minus 20. Pick your score. Pick your spread. What is it? You know, this team, this Clemson team has quit, right? And that's not overly unpredictable, right? They've played for a lot of great things over the years. They're not playing for anything great this year. Dabo Sweeney himself um, says that, look, you can't win. You can't go to the. You can't win the national championship anymore. You can't go to the college football playoff anymore. You can't win the ACC anymore. You can't win ten games anymore. What can you do? Here's Dabo. We'll have to start a new one. You know, that's that's. There's a reason why there's only three teams in the history of football to do that. I mean, it's hard to win. And um, you know, it, yeah, it's. And but they end somewhere, right? There's there's really there's all streaks come to an end somewhere along the way, and and you start a new streak. Uh, so. You know what a run, man. I mean, what a what a what a freaking run. Um, historic. historic. Nobody wants to hear that right now. Uh, oh, come on, Dad. but come on. Um, Historically historic. embarrassing. You know what we've been able to do as a program. Bad. You know, big picture. You know, right now we're in we're in a we're in a rough patch, and uh, we'll work our way out of it. I'm so tired of this. Well, oh, shucks, guys, winning is hard. <laughs> Stop, dude. You you won 10 games in a, a year for 12 years in a row. Don't give me this BS winning is hard. You've been doing it. You've been doing it for, for more than a decade. Other people are doing it in your face. You've got better talent than them. Where's Dabo getting mad? Where is he saying, guys, well, I, I realize we've got the talent on this roster to be a top 10 football team. We absolutely have the talent to be that kind of football team. We're not getting it done. It's on me. It's on the staff. It's on all of us. It's on the players who aren't executing. It's on the coaches who aren't coaching them upright. It's on all of us. Where is that fired up Dabo? Yeah, nobody wants to hear the what a run. What we want to hear, what all of us want to hear, who cover the team, etc., is, look, you said in a pregame meeting before the season to your team, don't be the first Clemson class that doesn't win a championship. After the post, after the game, Dabo should have been saying, "Damn, this is going to be the first Clemson class, four-year class that uh, that that didn't go to the playoff, 
that didn't play for a national championship. Uh, it's it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You know, like, folks, Clemson is easily one of the five most disappointing teams in America. Period. End of story. Thanks for playing. All right? And if you're not mad about it, if Dabo's not mad about it, if you're not mad about it, I don't know what to tell you. If you're not mad about this, you're going to get more. If you're going to settle for this, then you're going to get more. It's a a damn disgrace. You know, it's a disgrace, and you could see it coming. You know, last week, um, you know, I said, should Clemson be on upset alert? And Clemson fans said to me, there is no opponent that should be considered an upset if they beat Clemson these days. Not a single team that beats Clemson should be considered an upset. Now, in in the long run, and from a gratitude standpoint, my feeling is, This is going to be a good thing for the Clemson fan base. Why? I think they'd become entitled. They'd become a little bit spoiled by the success. I saw that in the game I went to in the nosebleeds this year, Diesel. One score game, fourth quarter, everyone's filing out. Okay, it's Wake Forest. Even though it's a close game, we decided before the game that this game was only going to get a half from us or three quarters from us. So even though it's a one score game, we out throwing up deuces. See you guys later, right? Um, don't, I'm not just labeling you guys. Okay. Like I, I'm a Florida fan. Believe me. I was there. I was there. I was one of the entitled spoiled fans. Steve Spurrier left in part because of my mindset, right? One year, Florida made the orange bowl at 10 and two. And the whole vibe around campus was, uh, we're going to the orange bowl, man, the orange bowl. And Steve Spurrier got tired of it being a national championship or a failure. He got tired of that. So he went to Washington. Um, We were spoiled. We were entitled. Home games, there wasn't a threat of losing. Home games were a party, right? You guys acted the same way last year when South Carolina came in and pulled your pants down. You acted the same way. You're here for a party. Oh, there's no chance we're going to lose. We're here for a party. This will definitely put the piss and vinegar back in Clemson if they're able to turn this around. Uh, And you may need another down season to fully appreciate it. You'll say, oh, yeah, I appreciate Oh, yeah, totally. We appreciate the 10-win seasons, Dabo. Please, please give us that that back again. Uh, Being without it for for one year might not be enough. You may need two years. You may need three years to fully kick you all the way down a peg or two. I mean, that's what that saying means, right? You got to be taken down a peg or two. And Clemson fans... The fan base needed to be taken down a peg or two. So we got some interesting messages here on the uh, Fan Upstate YouTube chat. Make sure you jump in over there and hit that subscribe button to uh, to subscribe to the Fan Upstate YouTube channel if you haven't already. Uh, Man of Tomorrow says, Clemson, what a manure matinee. Clever. Man of Tomorrow also says, you have to show up to quit. Roger Carper, we might lose the next four and the first two next year. Who in the hell schedules App State as a non-conference game? I've always said a Power 5 is stupid to schedule them. Well, Roger, uh, you must not be paying attention because App State's not very good right now either. App State is a 4-4 four and four football program right now. So uh, in years past, you might have been right about that. Right now, not so much. And on the text line, Mark, South Carolina, Clemson, and Florida all stunk it up. Yeah, Diesel, I got a hit with a... Uh with a tweet over the weekend, you're too negative because I'm covering Clemson, Florida, <laughs> and South Carolina. Bro, did you turn on your TV today? Did you see what the hell's going on 
All right? I'm not the dude that's going to put lipstick on that pig, bro. Okay? And, uh, you know, get your friends to lie to you. That's not me, man. That's not me. It's not what I do. Texter guessed it was Pringles who said you can only eat just one. No, no that's not right. it was Lay's. Once you pop, you can't stop. So says Cam. That's the Pringles. That's the Pringles logo or slogan. Once you pop, you can't stop. Uh, is it true, a texter says, that Carolina has six scholarship O-linemen out injured? It is. Uh, no excuses to be made for either South Carolina teams, but that's pretty brutal. Hunt GPT says more, gap, dap, more Davo gaslighting from the postgame presser. That is embarrassing. Texter says Hurricane, Je- Hurricane Jeff says it sounds like Davo has lost the fire that it takes to be a continuously successful program. You can hear it in his voice. Uh, who had Clemson going 0 for 2 on that two-game road trip? And, like, right now, I'm curious, Diesel, I'm curious. Notre Dame's coming to town. We're going to see a sellout in Death Valley? No. Or are the fans going to sell out? <laughs> you know? Uh, are we going to sell out or are the fans going to sell no, out? No, it's going to be a grill out in the parking lot. It's gonna be a, lot, a lot of fans will still show up, but yeah. they just won't go in. I'm going to say that the upper deck is going to be half empty. The lower bowl will be filled. The upper deck is going to be half empty. All right? And at this point, frankly, I don't blame Clemson fans for that. I don't blame them. You know, this is your third straight season of underachievement. And don't give me this we're the champions of the all-cupcakes conference BS. It's the third straight year of underachievement. It sounds like you're leaning towards uh, was it Butch Jones, champions of life territory. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of nonsense. And we're trending toward the territory where, um, and hear me out, Clemson fans, you, you're trending to the area where you'd be smart to close your wallets. You'd be smart. Okay? Close your wallets. That's how you enact change. Nobody is saying that Dabo should be fired right now. Nobody's saying that. We're saying enact change, okay? Because the, the continuation of issues that we've seen over the last few years are just going to result in a worse and worse record year after year after ever-loving year, all right? If I'm a Clemson fan, I'm selling my Notre Dame ticket. I'm selling my North Carolina ticket, all right? Um, and if I can't do that, I'm letting it sit vacant, you know? I'm going to speak with my absence because I'm not about to be a fan of a team that gets the least out of the most. And that is Clemson right now, getting the least out of the most. It's embarrassing and it's pathetic. Now, why don't all you Gamecock fans go tell Clemson fans what I said and go tell your Gamecock buddies that Mark is more than happy to keep it 100 on both teams? Okay? Would you guys agree I'm doing that right now? Oh, Mark, you kissed Dabo's ass, and you're only mean to South Carolina. Did you listen to this first segment? No? No? Well, maybe you should. All right? Because this is embarrassing. This is absolutely embarrassing. You know, these football teams this year have given us zero intrigue, drama, suspense, Nothing. They've given you nothing. They've given us nothing. Well, they've given you headaches and ulcers. Yeah. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know, 
And if you told me my team, Florida, Clemson, and South Carolina, we're going to play in a round robin tomorrow, I'd take the Gators to win the thing. I would. <laughs> Sorry. And I don't think the Gators are very good. You saw that on Saturday either. Right? Saturday as well. All right. Up next. You know, everybody is tackling Clemson from the standpoint of what is. No, 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 no. You need to look at Clemson from the lens of what should be and taking a look at what led to us being where the program is right now. That, my friends, is next. And this is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's offside. Mark- uh, tell Steve Smith in the studio, this ain't a basketball school. He can kiss my ass. The, the words of Dave Doran, North Carolina State. I never heard Steve Smith's comments. Evidently, he called NC State a basketball school. Yeah. Diesel, let's be honest. NC State isn't good enough to be a football or a basketball school. Right. They're a nothing school. They're a nobody, Who, by the way, really. came up with the dumbest, the dumbest hand signal I've ever seen in my life. I'm showing That's it to you. It's not the, even theirs. That's I'm, like the NWO thing from wrestling when I was a kid. Oh, I don't even know that, Diesel. But this stupid Wolfpack thing... What do you do? You take your middle finger and your ring finger with your index finger and your pinky pointed, and you do this little stupid, stupid little thing. I, listen, Clemson's not immune from this either. They got students doing, like, the claw. <laughs> Come on. And they got the woo-hoo. Yeah, well, I don't mind the woo-hoo, but the claw, the claw can get the hell Old out Old school of Clemson fans really hate the woo-hoo. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. But something like that, you can't stop it once it's already there. Yeah. Like, you can't do yeah. anything about it. Yeah. The wolf pack to me, Diesel— like, if I say to you, who is the picture of Power 5 mediocrity, okay? I would tell you, over my lifetime, Minnesota and NC State, <laughs> okay? Minnesota and NC State. Who's that for you? The picture of Power Ooh. 5 mediocrity. Now, realize mediocre, mediocre means it's better than, like, Rutgers. Rutgers is yeah. well below mediocre. Indiana. Indiana, Purdue. Purdue. Uh, most of the Big Ten that's not Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. Yeah. And Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> what is your picture of Power Five mediocrity? Honestly, in my lifetime, it's 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 rough to say it. Nebraska. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Minnesota and uh, NC State for me. Will any team besides FSU and Louisville be ranked in the ACC? Well, Texter, why don't we take a look? At that, uh, because we're on the on the verge of the first college football playoff rankings. Let's see, starting at 25 and moving up and looking for an ACC team and not seeing one. Here's Louisville at number 25. And no, it's Florida State and Louisville. And that is all. That is all. North Carolina is out of the top 25. Duke is out of the top 25. Clemson doesn't have a vote. You know, Diesel, I need somebody smarter than me to make this determination. How long has it been since at this point in the season, neither Clemson or South Carolina even had a vote in the top 25? 
You, you, know, you, you have to go back to the Tommy Bowden era, I'm sure. Not even a sure single vote. Here's who has votes. All right, Clemson fans, as if you're not sick enough. And I'm not doing this to spike the football on you. Look, my team doesn't have any votes either, okay? Uh, Toledo has votes, <laughs> plural. Rutgers has votes. SMU has votes. UNLV has a vote. None for Clemson. None for South Carolina, and dare if I don't say that is completely and totally deserved. I'm in a bad mood today, Diesel. I'm in a bad mood, and I'm tired of this garbage that we've been watching. Like, it's getting to the point where, you know, in my, in our house, you know, first year, just got, had first year anniversary. You know, here's what I ask of my, of my beautiful wife. Please give me Saturday, all right, to do college football. Sunday, I can get away with watching maybe three hours of NFL, and then I'm yours the rest of the day. But I need Saturday. And I'm having a tough time finding valid reasons why I still need Saturday. You know what I mean? Like, it's, there's, there's no reason to tie up my Saturday with this other garbage anymore. It's garbage, you know? Clemson fans, you've now digested three straight years of, of underachieving. Maybe time to close your wallets. Maybe time to stop going for a little while. Tell the first game next year. You know, I always say, hit them where it hurts. That's how you enact change. Texter says, uh, I'm sorry, the Oculus, great dude, by the way. He says, Dabo has several phases of a difficult job ahead of him. Four and eight is on the table if the team really quits. Then he has to decide what he's going to do staff-wise to get more of a top-five talent roster roster recruits are watching time to act it's not only that oculus it's who's going to piece out of this team because they came to win they didn't come here for this who's going to who's going to leave the roster this offseason don't say nobody because the answer isn't nobody right the answer is quite a few and if you know there are, there are certain things in life that should be exit only okay certain things absolutely should be exit only the transfer portal can't be exit only for your team. Can't be. Can't be. If you if the transfer portal is exit only for you, what you get is what's going on with Clemson right now. You got Keon Coleman sucking the last life out of your season, okay, with a touchdown catch in overtime, a wide receiver that could have been yours if the price was right. But it was not. And uh, and now Florida State is on its way to the college football playoff, and uh, Clemson is on its way to a historically bad season. This is pathetic. Um, so, you know, and again, I get annoyed with media members who uh, just want to highlight, here's what's going on right now. The offensive guard missed a block on this play. Bro, you are in microland. It's time to widen the lens. It's time to look macro here. What should be addressed is how Clemson got here. All right? So here's my list of issues by priority. All right? Diesel, you tell me if you agree or disagree. Okay? Listed in order of priority of the problem. Number one, you missed on two straight quarterbacks. Number two, poor staff hires and poor player development. Poor staff hires who then develop players poorly. Right. Number three, falling behind in NIL and the transfer portal error. Number four, stubborn philosophy. 
Stubborn philosophy. You know, like, if you want to know, folks, why you are where you are, in my opinion, it's those four things. I would move stubborn philosophy to number one because stubborn philosophy qualifies every single thing after that. A stubborn philosophy is, I know best, don't question me. Stubborn philosophy is, I want to hire guys from inside to keep the family atmosphere as family as we can get it. Stubborn philosophy is, I know better about the transfer portal. I know better about NIL. I'm going to publicly make statements that I dislike it when we know, because you and I had a conversation with, an a, with a high school athlete last week we did. who said NIL was going to be a big part of his decision. Then you start losing out on guys. They, they just they won't even consider you. You know, you just kind of yep. get shuffled back in their priority list. You can send them stuff all you want to. But they know that Florida State is a place where I can make my money and I have a coaching staff that appreciates what it is that I value. It doesn't matter what fans want players to value. They don't value what you value. You're a 50-year-old dude who watches the games on TV. You're talking about what an 18-year-old kid, many of whom come from very economically challenged backgrounds, you're trying to tell them what they should value. Shut the hell up. You know? So I think Dabo's backwards antiquated philosophy has a lot to do with all of the reasons why this program is falling apart. Again, guys, I mean, is this is this show offsides with Mark Ryan and Diesel? Would you say that this show is kissing up to Clemson, as the haters like to say? Does it sound like we're kissing up to Clemson? You know, I've called the season embar- and the, and a total embarrassment. No team, no coach is getting less out of more. Debo just t- D- D- Debo. Da- Diesel just told Dabo to shut, shut the hell up, <laughs> I think. So you tell me. I mean, are we, are we kissing Clemson's ass? Does it sound like we're Clem- kicking Clemson's ass? Or does it sound like what we've always told you about this show, that if the roles were reversed and Clemson sucked and South Carolina was great, it would be Clemson fans who are getting annoyed. All you do is talk bad about our team. No, man. We keep it 100. We're the only show in the upstate, in my opinion, that is not afraid of upsetting anybody. We're not afraid of upsetting anybody. The only show anywhere. All right? Because Odyssey signs my paychecks. Not Clemson, not South Carolina, Odyssey. We are not afraid at all. What do you guys think? My list of issues. You know, uh, p- people uh, fought back at me about that. No, 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 Mark. They didn't miss on two straight quarterbacks. These are top ten players. They didn't develop them. And I said, well, that's number two on the list. Development ties into number one. But Diesel, I don't see NFL in either Cade or DJ. And you know, unless you've got Georgia's roster, you're not winning the national championship with Stetson Bennett. You know what I'm saying? Unless you have Georgia's roster. You need a guy that has NFL prospects to be your quarterback. God, you better hope like hell that Christopher Vizina develops quickly. Ooh. Yeah. I, I mean, because Cade Klubnik sure as hell isn't. Looking brutal, if I may. Looking absolutely brutal. I mean, I don't know if we're doing truth serum this week, but I may have to put on mine that Cade Klubnik transfers out of Clemson before his junior year. Wow. Wow. 
Oh man. Oh, I, mean, man, I think he is... may get one more year just because, just because Christopher Vizina is still so young. And according to uh, according to Don Munson, when we talked to him about this few a few weeks ago, he said Vizina's not even close. But and then then again, that's a scary thing. Also, how many times have we seen true freshmen, the really elite ones, come in and light it up as freshmen? I mean, they may, they may be a little rough around the edges here and there, but they light it up. They have it. Now, if he's saying that Christopher Vazina is not even close, to me that says that's a guy who doesn't have it. Sure, sure. Uh, Texter says South Carolina has to be listed as a mediocre team. That's fair. Mediocre program. That's what they've been. Texter says Gorilla Glue needs to invent a sexy glove and sponsor Clemson through NIL. Uh, Texter says that is the most random text we ever got. Uh, I don't know what y'all are thinking about. Clemson has an NIL department, and LOL. But we had Don Munson on this show tell us that Clemson is not going to get in bidding wars. Yes. Well, maybe you have to. You have you have the department, but their philosophy is not the philosophy of programs that are getting great players in the transfer portal. Texter says, uh, Mark's such a Gamecock homer. Sincerely, Mongo. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, Mongo, you made me laugh, Mongo. Mongo, please tell, do me a favor, Mongo. When Diesel posts this segment on on the Fan Up State. Bongo, Bongo, I can't remember his name. You can take out that part, Mongo. Uh, when, uh, when Diesel posts this segment, please post it and tag your Gamecock buddies and just let them know what happened, okay? Let them know what happened, that Clemson themselves got paddled on offsides with Mark Ryan and Diesel. Texter says, Mark, completely agree with y'all about Clemson being an utter embarrassment. I'm a fan of Clemson, and this season makes me not look forward to Saturday. How bad is this Clemson season? I'm looking forward to Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, man. Daddy-O on the YouTube chat says, the thing is, the things Dabo is complaining about destroying college football are simultaneously destroying his brand in real time. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's, I mean, Daddy-O, that's, that's, uh, that's radio-worthy. Please don't come after our job, Daddy-O. That was, that was really good. Uh, texter says, Mark, Georgia can't beat Ohio State or Michigan. Georgia has played absolutely nobody, and that's exactly why they won't be number one on Tuesday night. That's irrelevant, you know? No, they They're, beat the tar out of nobody on Saturday. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Diesel, and thanks, Texter. Appreciate that. Um, they may have turned you into boots. Yeah, listen, uh, I am not so sure – that the Big Ten is going to even have a single member of the college football playoff. And when Diesel and I get to our college football playoff for today, we'll see if I have even a single member of the Big Ten making the college football playoff this year. Texter says, you guys tell it like it is, and I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Texter. You're one of the few of the proud, and we appreciate you greatly. Texter says, Mark, I'm a Clemson fan and didn't watch it, but I did watch the Ducks. Why would you go to Clemson, Notre Dame? You know, like, why would you go? You know, there's you got LSU, Alabama. You got other games that are on of interest over the weekend. You know, like, I don't know, guys. Sometimes I'm a huge believer in tough love, right? Um, I stopped going to Florida games when they had Will Muschamp. I stopped going. I wanted my athletic department to feel the pain in the wallet. I wanted them to see what the difference is financially 
between a winning team and a losing team, between a good head coach and a bad head coach. I wanted them to feel that, okay? And it's because it's tough love. It doesn't mean I don't care. Of course I care. But, you know, this is the third straight year of underachievement for Clemson. And I, frankly, Diesel, I'm beginning to wonder if I'm the bad luck charm. You know, like the, right before I came here, Clemson had the best season ever. Like uh, I'm my first show here was January 14th, 2019. Clemson won the national championship when on January 2nd that year. First year here made it to the national championship game lost. Second year here made it to the college football playoff lost. Third year here, no college football playoff. Fourth year here, no college football playoff. Fifth football season here, no college football playoff. Mm. Am I the bad luck charm for you guys? I mean, is that where we're at? This is brutal, guys. It's brutal. Uh, the texter says, you want a hot take? Bama wins out, beats Georgia, and wins the national championship. But do you actually believe that, Mongo? Do you actually believe that? Texter says, I'm a Gamecock fan, and we deserve every bit of criticism you've given to us. Do you Gamecock fans hear that? Listen to this guy again. Texter says, I'm a Gamecock fan, and we deserve every bit of criticism you've given to it, given to us. Texter, say it a little bit louder for the folks in the back. Say it a little bit louder for the folks in the back. Thank you very much. Texter says, Palmetto Bowl is going to be on PBS. Uh, Texter says, I absolutely believe it. Texter says, Mark, you are absolutely not a bad luck charm for being honest. You're absolutely not a bad luck charm for, for being honest. No way, no way, no how. No way, no how. Okay, let's get to J.D., who's up next on the show. Hey, G, J.D., thanks for the call. You're off sides. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, I was listening to the post-game presser with Dabo, and he said something that just absolutely dumbfounded me. He said, this loss was bizarre. He said, it's the only way I can explain it. It was bizarre. He said, it's on me. I take total responsibility. But all I can say is, was that it was bizarre. And then he went on to say, well, you know, you figure if you hold a team to little over 200 yards total offense, three first downs, that you would win the game. And he shrugged his shoulders, and he goes, I don't know. It's bizarre. I mean, even the simplest of minds can figure out that if your defense does that, then something is incredibly wrong with your offense if they can't win a game like that. It was absolutely dumbfounding to me that that was his answer as to the problems in that game on Saturday. Now, J.D., let's do a little creativity exercise, me, you, and Diesel here, okay? What? So the right. word this week was bizarre. How bizarre? How bizarre. What is the word going to be next week? Okay? What's it going to be next week? J.D., Diesel, yours truly, there's going to be an adjective that is used. Befuddling. <laughs> Score some more points in Scrabble, Dabo. We know the word is not going to be critical of his team, even though it should be. We know the word is not going to be critical of him or his staff, even though it should be. What is the word going to be next week? What do you think, J.D.? Uh, honestly, uh, hard telling because everything about how he has responded to every loss this year has been unexplainable. Maybe unexplainable. There you go. There's your word. Uh, 
I don't know. We lost today. It's just unexplainable. Um, I mean, that's the way the whole his, the whole season's been, and, and that seems to be his out. It's it's yep. bizarre. It's unexplainable. It's and he won't step back and say we have some major fundamental problems and issues in this program. Thank you for the call, JD. Texter says, Mark, at this point, Clemson fans are going to see going to the game just to see Notre Dame. ND. <laughs> uh, I say, guys, the word is going to be clueless. I'm clueless as how we lost 31 to 13 to Notre Dame. I'm clueless. No, no explanation for how that happened. All right, we got Jim Zoki celebrating a win. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Next, here on Offsides, we are the fan upstate. Yesterday was the first Carolina Panthers game that I watched in its entirety all year. Mark, are you admitting delinquency on the air? No, man. Look, I'm just telling you, that kept my interest from beginning to end. The passion was there. The defensive game planning was there. And darn if Bryce Young didn't look the better of the two QBs in the matchup. Joining us right now is Jim Zoki. Here on the show today on the uh, Carolina Panthers Network, Jim, I, I, like hallelujah, that was incredible to see. What were your big takeaways? Yeah, no, it's, um, I thought you're right about. I heard you said about Bryce Bryce Young. I think uh, he's gotten, as we've kind of talked about in the past, I think he's gotten a little bit more comfortable with what he's doing every week. And yesterday, he was sacked six times, and a lot of other times he was scrambling back there, uh, creating time and space, and. Uh, being creative and how he got rid of the football just to make plays that you know, a lot of quarterbacks probably couldn't make if they were pocket passers. So I thought he played well, and I wasn't so concerned about the comparison to C.J. Stroud, but he played better than C.J. on that day. And uh, I think, again, just kind of reaffirmed the fact that, you know, Bryce Young is, is maturing at, you know, really, I think, you know, not like like breakneck speed, but just a little bit more, a little bit more every week where you can see, like, you can see why they took him at number one. Jim, you know, I got a text from my my Carolina kickoff pregame show co-host uh, Diddy uh, on that last drive, and he said Bryce Young is willing this team to win. You know, that, talk about just how special what he was able to do there on that final drive to get down into field goal range was. It's not like we've seen him be able to string together multiple uh, multiple uh, plays in a row for for very many sustained drives in this season. Uh, you know, what did you see on that last drive that was so special to you? No, it was very special because it's 15 plays. You got to score. Uh, they convert fourth down twice, uh, you, uh, and they get down in the field goal range. And not only that, but then with the penalty, uh, get into very chip shot field goal range. And just, so, again, a lot of composure there. You know, we see the leadership stuff that's been there since the day that they draft him as far as he, how he carries himself, how the veterans on the team view him uh, as soon as he got into the locker room there. So he's a humble, somewhat soft-spoken guy. But, I mean, he's played in big games in, in college not that long ago at Alabama. So it's not the same as the pros, uh, but that, that's a good rehearsal when you're in the SEC playing at a high level like that to come into the pros. And he didn't at any time look like, you know, he was scattered, didn't know what he was doing, was uncomfortable. And, uh, again, with a new play caller for the first time and Thomas Brown having to do all this on the fly, the clock management for Frank Reich, all that stuff came together really well. Jim, I, I'm looking at the remainder of this schedule here, and darn if things aren't just looking up suddenly. I mean, the, the Colts are up this Sunday, then the Bears, okay? Also on the schedule, the Titans, the Bucks twice, 
the Saints, the Falcons, the Packers, of the 10 games remaining, I would say eight are winnable. Dallas and uh, at Jacksonville being the exception. So how does Carolina make this blip become a trend? I think it's just a matter of doing things consistently because even though they won, it came down to a field goal on the last play of the game, 15 to 13. Mentioned the six quarterback sacks. It was Austin Corbett's first game back. So they've got very little running yesterday. So the the offensive line's got to step up. So as far as sustaining what you're talking about, I think offensive line as a unit has to improve collectively. That'll help Bryce in the pocket. It'll help the running game. So if they can do that, that would be terrific. And days like yesterday, if they can play you know defense at that level, I mean, think they don't have J.C. Horn, they don't have Von Bell, but these are guys that are coming back uh, at some point. You know, Jeremy Chin will be back and some others. So I think it's uh, it's a good sign that they've been able to you know put out 13 points yesterday defensively against a really good quarterback, obviously, and C.J. Stroud hold him to 140 yards, uh, and they're going to hopefully get uh, very soon uh, some of these big uh, big cogs back in the defensive secondary. Jim Zoki, the color analyst of the Panthers uh, game day broadcast. Uh, the Panthers got back multiple uh, important pieces on the offensive line yesterday. Uh, just talk about how huge that was and what you saw out of those guys in their return. Yeah, I mean, the interior offensive line, obviously losing, losing both uh, Austin Corbett, which they knew going in since he got hurt at the end of last season, but then Brady Christensen. You know, it's been a problem spot for them. And so now, yeah, Corbett back. I'm, I'm sure he was not at 100% there. And then with Throckmorton and some other guys, they've got some options in there at the, the other guard position. So kind of mixing and matching is fine the right guy that Chandler Zavala and they're obviously earlier this year and some other players. So that helps out a lot. It's been interesting to see uh, Iki Aquanu who's not been as good as he was last year as a rookie, the first round pick out of NC state. And I'm not entirely sure what that is. Obviously the chemistry of the offensive line probably has something to do with it, but you know, we just, you know, last year was a little bit different. They're more of a downhill running team, but you know, in every game you have pass protection, pass pro things like that going on. And I'm not really sure entirely what's going on that he's not been, you know, taking a step up if anything a little bit of a step back this year in terms of how he's performed on the field. Carolina is going to have to put some points on the board to make this a winning streak as uh, one of the highest scoring offenses in the league, Indianapolis comes to town next weekend, Jim on offense. You, you just touched on one of them. Uh, Where are some other areas of improvement to, uh, to, to, to show on that side of the ball? Yeah, I think, you know, obviously sustained running game. I like Chuba Hubbard. I mean, the way he plays, he didn't do, much in terms of stats, 28 yards, but he was so clutch on that last drive and making sure he picked up that fourth down. So I like what Chuba's doing. You know, Miles Sanders has been a little bit of a curious player because he needs to step up his game. You always need more than one running back. And he played well the first game of the season against Atlanta, and then he's either not played much or not played well or been injured ever since then. And yesterday he was only on the field for 18% of the snaps. So they need a lot more, I think, out of Miles Sanders. I think that was kind of like their – big free agent signing this past off season coming aboard from Philadelphia. So that would help. And then somebody besides Adam Thielen in the past game, you know, Hayden Hurst uh, has barely been noticeable as the, the tight end signee. Uh, Chark dropped one yesterday. I thought Jonathan Mingo had a, a nice day. He did drop one pass, but other than that, thought he played well, but uh, definitely could use uh, just some more consistent weapons that are not named Adam Thielen as far as having consistency moving forward. Some, again, he's not like making big down the field plays, but at some point teams are going to start trying to take him away more to some degree just because that's where you're going all the time. Jim Zoki, color analyst, Carolina Panthers, celebrating a win. It was so great to see. Jim, uh, I cover Clemson, Florida, and South Carolina. 
and I did not expect the I'm Panthers. Sorry. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Jim. <laughs> did not expect the Panthers to give me my feel good, but I'm so glad they did. And I thought of you yesterday, my friend, and was happy for you and the crew. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. You got it. All right, take care, Jim Zoki on the Carolina Panthers broadcast. Coming up next, it's your turn, South Carolina. Come get your whooping. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstate. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.